Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teaching. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. Educate for Life helps you build your life on the rock. LG Equipment helps builders build on good soil. Luke Gibson's team at LG Equipment is your local source for grading, demolition, hauling, and more. Learn about their bulk water services from trucks to tankers to towers at rentwatertower.com. Get your questions answered. Call LG Equipment at 619-988-0924. Learn more at lgequipment.com. 619-988-0924. When you need tires or service count on conover tires wheels and service in oceanside for a full range of affordable options in all the brands you trust see their great customer reviews and special offers online hours tuesday through friday 7 30 to 5 30 and saturdays 7 30 to 5 call dan and his team at 760-439-1631 conover tires wheels and service 2405 oceanside boulevard in oceanside 760-439-1631 how can you live in San Diego and miss out on enjoying the water? Fast Lane Kayaking sells popular Hobie Cat kayaks that you pedal, not paddle. That means your hands are left free for fishing and fun. Just throw these on your roof rack. They're light and they're easy to use and maintain. Just rinse them off. Try one free on a demo ride. For 36 years, Ron and Debbie Lane have served San Diego with fun, family-friendly water sports of all kinds. Learn more. FastLaneSailing.com. You're on EducateForLife.com radio with Kevin Conover. And if you listen long enough, your faith will become... I'm tired of being conned. Don't worry, the con is over, see? We're now at DEFCON 1. Did you say carnivore or carnivore? Would you like to have a conversation with Kevin? Then call 800-243-9719. And now, here's your host, Kevin Conover. Bring your time. Welcome to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover, and my website is educateforlife.org. And uh, thanks for being here today. We're going to actually be talking a little bit about Fortnite. I, I was on uh, Facebook the other day, and uh, on my uh, feed, a mom that I know came up, and she she posted on Facebook, uh, Fortnite can kiss my, you know, and then she she was uh, used some colorful language, and, and uh, she then had a photo of her little boys, all three boys playing Fortnite, and she was uh, upset because. Uh, they were just constantly playing it. And so uh, if you have uh, kids or you know kids, you probably are aware of Fortnite because it's such a popular game. Uh, more than 200 million people have registered to play Fortnite, which has become a billion-dollar business for its creator, Epic Games. And uh, some desperate parents are actually now sending their kids to rehab, if you can believe it, for video game addiction. And anyway, I thought it would be cool. We actually talk about this in my class at school. I teach seniors at uh, Christian High in El Cajon, and uh, we talked about addictions, 
And uh, I've got two guys here today. Duncan Hunter. He is uh, Duncan Hunter. Well, there's Duncan Hunter Sr., who's, who was a right. senator. Yeah. There's Duncan Hunter Jr., what, what are you, Duncan Hunter Jr. Jr.? Yeah, this is the third. Duncan Hunter the third. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sweet. So Duncan's here to, to share with us his experience. He's done a lot of gaming. Yes, and so uh, glad to have him here. And then Cade Hastings, also another student of mine, 12th grader, uh, about to graduate, coming up here in May. Um, he is the son. I just found this out. He's the son of Rick Hastings. Dick Hastings. Dick, Dick Hastings. He, he was 12th. T- tell me again. He used to be 12th in the world at team roping. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Uh, claim to fame there. Guys, <laughs> wave to the cameras. Here's the cameras right up here. Say hi Hola. to all your fans out there, right? This is your maiden voyage on uh, radio and podcast. So there it is. Anyway, um, why don't you give us a little bit of background uh, for you two? Uh, first of all, how long have you guys, uh, Duncan, how long have you guys known each other? Uh, We've known each other since about seventh grade, but we really started becoming friends in what, like freshman year? So yeah, because really he went to a different campus. There's West and East. I've, I've gone to East all my life. He's went to West. Yeah. So I started, we started getting, like, you know, becoming good friends freshman year, I think. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Now, was uh, were video games a part of your friendship, like, right off the bat? Very you big both, part. You, you yeah. both, <laughs> is that kind of one of the things you guys had in common? You were like, hey, oh, this yeah. guy's cool? Yeah. So what games were you guys playing freshman year? That's before Fortnite, right? Yeah, that was yeah, like, yeah. basically, what was that, like, Minecraft? Uh, a lot of Minecraft. Uh, CSGO, Counter-Strike. Overwatch. Overwatch, Xbox. You gotta, you gotta be careful about using acronyms because not all our listeners know. Like, like, got it. You know, uh, yeah. <laughs> they don't know the, yeah. ga- the gaming la- lingo. You know, so yeah. yeah Counter Strike uh, and Global Offensive. We, I think, me and Cade played that quite often. I had like a lot of hours on that, and then we played a lot of Xbox. Like, I went for my 15th birthday, which is like right at like a year of us knowing each other really well. Yeah, and then I got on with it, uh, Cade and played a lot of games on there. now your big your big game duncan was uh world of warcraft right yes yeah, sir okay now what were you playing world of warcraft in ninth grade uh i was yeah. oh you were okay and were you also Cade? uh i think i started sophomore year yeah. i believe i got and, him into it yeah you sophomore. got him into it sophomore <laughs> yeah. summer i convinced him like please yeah, he play with me. me into it he faults yeah. he faults you <laughs> now are you guys still playing that game uh currently for the past like two months i haven't had a working computer oh, okay but that's about to change so <laughs> so, get back into that. so it's on again. Uh, okay. What about you, Cade? Uh, I haven't played since summer, really, because um, I, I've just been busy with school, college apps, stuff like that. I haven't really gone around to it, yeah. but um, I played for a lot of the summer. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, great. And uh, uh, show them your bag. Show the audience your bag. Uh, Duncan's got a huge bag here. Hold it up for the, for the video. Uh, this is World of Warcraft, if you don't know what it is. Um, and a very, very popular game. I actually played video games, and this was one of the games I played also. I don't... I don't play anymore, but uh, pretty popular game. Where's the lunchbox, man? Uh, lunchbox okay, Duncan's got a got, he's got a uh, World of Warcraft lunchbox as well. Pretty is. incredible. There it is, BlizzCon. <laughs> okay. Now, um, what what's interesting? World of Warcraft. How many subscribers uh, do you do you think uh, World of Warcraft has now? Um, I believe it's somewhere around twelve million or something. Yeah, it's gone down. It has. Okay. I mean, I mean, you know, because of Fortnite, probably right. Yeah, and the expansions <laughs> haven't been like you know the best they've been. In yeah, years. yeah. I think it's about around eight million, nine million. With the new one, probably around eleven. Just okay. People trying it out. And a monthly subscription to World of Warcraft uh, costs how much? Fifteen dollars. Yeah, depending on what plan you get, anywhere from twelve to fifteen bucks a month. Okay. Six month plan is like sixty bucks. So if you're listening, you can do the math, right? So nine, uh, around eight or nine million people. Times fifteen dollars a month. Um, anybody have a calculator? Eight or nine million. What 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 is that? And that's per month. Eight or nine million um, times fifteen per month. And uh, I mean that's eighty. It, just ninety million more. Almost more than a hundred million a month that these games are making. So they really know how to make games. And um, so 
so when you started to get into World of Warcraft, Duncan, um, uh, what what was it that drew you to that game? What do you like so much about it? I don't know. I just started playing when I was very young. I didn't really know like what the game was about. Yeah, and um, you know, I had family that played it, and uh, they they don't they've you know they haven't played it for years, but I, they got me into it. Um, like I know a lot of a lot of kids nowadays start off on like Minecraft or something like that, but I start on that. Yeah, and it was just basically a massive MMO. I didn't really know what I was doing. There's you know quests and stuff. And I just kind of ran around doing my thing for like. The first like three years I played it, I didn't know what I was doing. Now, basically. do you like it better? Did you like it better than um, Minecraft? Oh yeah, infinitely. What what is it that makes it so much better than Minecraft? Just like the graphics and uh, there's just so much more you can do. Really, yeah. Like Minecraft just blocks and you know you can PvP. You can. Build it's like an stuff. immersive world. It's a right. whole big world. It's just there's so much to do. Yeah, so much. Yeah, and they can add so much stuff very easily to. Now, do you have friends online too that you play that you've never met in person? That people that you know online? I used to. Yeah, uh, two years ago. Um, before I had your class in, in uh, school, I had a I had what's called a guild in World of Warcraft. Uh-huh. About sixty people, maybe that yeah. log on every day, and we used to uh, do raids and stuff like that, and in PvP. I think we actually raided at the top level of our server at one point. We were like on the t- top ten list, I think. Um, yeah. Now you you were um you played a, so much that you got um your ranking was really high on the game. Yeah. So what was I, I the best a, ranking you had? Um, there there's a. There's like certain titles you can get with achievements, and yeah. uh, if you PvP enough or like do raids, you know, you get, you get like these achievements. If you kill a, like a mythic boss, for example, you get like achievement like mythic, the boss name. Like you get that, and you oh, get okay. titles and mounts according to that. And I had a, I have a lot of those. Don't want to count. Okay. Uh, yeah. And PvP titles. Now, so what? Uh, I mean, one of the reasons for those of you listening, one of the reasons I wanted to have Duncan on is because he has played so much, and. Um, Duncan, give us your hours. Um, you it, it logs your hours right now. Now uh, this this will astonish you. It astonished me when I heard it. But uh, give us your the the hours that you logged on it. So, um, the hours count up to about thirty nine thousand five hundred, which correlates to about four point four five years. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit. Uh, you know, hard to wrap your head around. I, I have to tell you, those who are listening, we were talking about this in class, and when Duncan said this, his friend next to him turned next to him and and looked at him and said, "You're lying." Yeah. You're lying. He didn't believe him. So probably a lot of our listeners are thinking, "What? That's impossible. How is yeah. that possible?" I, I mean, I didn't think it was possible either until I, I did the you know slash game time in game yeah. on all my characters and found out the total amount of time. Um, I, th- I went on the actually I was curious about whether time was true or not so I went on the website for you know Blizzard yeah and there's a bunch of people on like the forums saying like like I feel so bad about myself I have 365 days of game time and they're like they stopped playing years ago and that just makes me think like okay this is this very this is very <laughs> real I actually have four years of game time and, wow that's crazy yeah that's insane so so I mean what do you think about that offhand does that bother you or are you like yeah it's okay I've enjoyed my time so you know what, what are your yeah, thoughts it doesn't bother me at all actually no, it I, <laughs> it's been a very fun you know four years of World of Warcraft yeah, yeah. it's been a lot of memories and you know it's kind of weird to say it but a lot of memories and just a lot of people that I've actually you know known come and go on the internet yeah yeah well you know um, it's interesting I, I mean we're, we're we want to come at this uh, issue from a a balanced perspective, you know, um, for those of you who have been following my show, you know, I had on, uh, Dr. Andrew Doan, uh, his wife, Julie Doan, um, and he was, he was addicted to video games and, uh, people are now saying that, Hey, you can be clinically addicted to video games. Some people are kind of like, no way it can't happen. 
And so there's a big debate in our culture right now about, hey, what's healthy and what's not. If you go online, you can hear different perspectives. Um, and what are you, what are your guys' perspectives on that? I mean, do you think um, a person can become addicted to the point where they they maybe want to stop playing, but it, the draw to it is so strong that they feel like they can't get off off of it without help? How do you feel about that, Duncan? And then mm. I'll go to you, Kate. I mean, I mean, I, I was victim to that when I was a kid. You know, when I was eight, nine years old, I used to wait because I had like a there's parental controls on World of Warcraft, so your parent can monitor your playing time. Yeah, and my parents had me on a restriction of five hours a day, and every day I'd wake up because I, you know, um, I was a kid. I didn't have very much like school. I'd come, I'd go to school, you know, come home at two, something like that, and just I'd be home all day because I didn't really play sports in elementary school. Yeah, and uh, part of junior high. So I'd, I'd max my hours out every day, five hours, five hours, five hours. I'd wake up on Saturday and Sunday, 8 a.m. is when... And does the, it just automatically turn off after five hours? Yeah, it, it tells you in-game. It gives you messages like, you have 15 minutes, parental controls will log you off, and you have to get to a safe place or something oh. you have to stop rating. And, <laughs> you know, I had to tell my friends, hey, man, I got to get off. You know, my five hours is up. Yeah. It, it sucked. But, I mean, <laughs> it was very, you know, I see now why my parents would give me... Sure, that, sure. Know. But it was very bad, yeah. So do you, do you have friends or do you know people who kind of felt like man i've got to get this out of my life it's kind of controlling me more than i want it to control me do you know people like that mm, personally I, I haven't met anyone that's like clinic like clinically you know sure. diagnosed with addict like an addictive behavior to video games sure but um i've definitely seen it you know, yeah. in news and stuff what about you kate out there. uh i don't personally know anyone who's recognized hey i have a problem and I uh, really need to shake this. But I definitely know people who I believe are addicted to it. And mm-hmm. I think it's possible because, um, I mean, anything you can use. Because some people play video games um, not only just for fun but, like, as an escape. It's the same thing as, like, uh, people doing other things like playing music or playing sports. And I definitely think that that can be something to run to. Yeah. And at at, one, at some point that it becomes, like, um, such a deep part of your life and what you do that um, – you can't help but just go back on and play. But I don't personally know anyone who's recognized they have a problem, but I definitely see problems. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, we're coming up on a break here, and uh, my guests today are Duncan Hunter and Cade Hastings, uh, two young men. They're seniors in high school. And, you know, they're navigating the the ups and downs of life, uh, trying to figure out, okay, how does this all work? How do I have a good life? How do I make good decisions? And um, one of those things in our current culture is the issue of video games and social media. How do we navigate this in a way where we can we can enjoy it, but at the same time it doesn't dominate our lives or doesn't actually begin to uh, cause havoc in our relationships? And that's something else I want to talk to you guys about is um, girlfriend situations. And has that ever been something that's been brought up <laughs> in your relation? They're laughing yep. here, so so I'm assuming it has. So when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about relationships and uh, even the fact that some marriages are suffering because of... Uh, Uh, the influence of video games. We'll be right back. Luke Gibson of LG Equipment supports Educate for Life with Kevin Conover. Luke grew up in the construction industry and now serves LG's commercial and residential customers throughout Southern California. Whether you need grading, paving, hauling, demolition, on-site bulk water service, water trucks, tankers, and towers, call LG Equipment at 619-998-0924. Learn more at lgequipment.com. 619-998-0924. 
When you need tires or service, count on Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service in Oceanside for a full range of affordable options in all the brands you trust. See their great customer reviews and special offers online. Hours Tuesday through Friday, 730 to 530, and Saturdays, 730 to 5. Call Dan and his team at 760-439-1631. Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service, 2405 Oceanside Boulevard in Oceanside, 760-439-1631. Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teaching. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. I will cast my cares on you. Thanks for listening today. This is Educate for Life, and I'm your host, Kevin Conover. And uh, if you're streaming online, uh, nice to see you. If you can't see us in the studio, it's me and... Um, my two guests are both in high school. They're seniors in high school. If you like this radio program, I've got all kinds of programs out there on YouTube, on our uh, Educate for Life channel, as well as our website. Uh, incredible interviews. I just got to interview um, last week uh, Sergio Cariello, who used to be a Marvel and DC Comics um, artist. And he also is the artist for the Action Bible. If you haven't seen that, it's incredible. It's basically taking the quality of comics that you would see in like a Marvel comic and using it, putting it into the Bible. This guy's incredible. They've now sold over a million copies around the world of the Action Bible. <laughs> it's absolutely phenomenal. Great tool, great witnessing tool. You can give it as a gift for Christmas. And people that don't typically want to read the Bible, they're drawn into the, the artwork and all and the story through um, Sergio's it's absolutely incredible but what we're talking about today is we're talking about video games and i got this um i got this article off um uh uh, the internet here and it's um i don't have the the post here in front of me but it's really interesting it says here an online uk divorce service says 200 petitions cited Fortnite and other video games this year as the reason for the breakup of marriages and um, it says here, professional athletes are getting hooked too. The National Hockey League's Vancouver Canucks had so much trouble getting players to meetings and dinners, they banned Fortnite on the road. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's absolutely incredible. But, you know, that's been my experience in my own family is that my son gets so wrapped up in the games that uh, he doesn't want to come to dinner. He's like, hey, hey, wait, I've got to finish this. Mm-hmm. And I- even in my own life, there was a point where my wife and I were having conflict because I wanted to play a video game and she was like, Turn that stupid thing off. And um, so, so again, you know, as a Christian, as a Bible-believing Christian, th- these young men in, in the studio here with me are Bible-believing Christians. We're trying to honor Christ with our lives, um, and yet we're trying to enjoy life, the good things God has given us, the minds he's given us. And so we want to navigate these pitfalls. And I think uh, for each one of us, uh, one of the things we have to watch out for is when something that we enjoy begins to take control of our lives. So that's when we have to go, uh oh, red flag, I should be careful. But anyway, I promised our listeners, guys, that that I would ask you about your relationships and have video games affected your relationships at all. Uh Cade, why don't we start off with you? Uh you were you were talking about one of your relationships there. Yeah, um so I, I think it can definitely be a factor in relationships because it takes time just like anything else. Um 
I actually had a girlfriend who, when she would, uh, <laughs> when she'd want to, she'd call me just normal because at night we would just talk or whatever after school, and um, I would be playing video games with some friends, and for a little bit I'd try to like switch back and forth where I'd mute like my mic for my friends and talk to her and Very mute her. And I was trying to have conversations <laughs> about the game. Oh, yeah. yeah so, it was, you know. so, Duncan, you're one of the guys he's talking oh, to. Oh, yeah. yeah. Talk to his yeah you, so, he'd be on like a raid and he'd be like, dude, hold on. And he'd disappear for 20 minutes. And be like, hey, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was, um, it was definitely interesting and there'd be times where uh, she would say, are you on a video game? And yeah. First, I try to cover. I'd be like, "No," and she'd be like, "Yeah, you're on a video <laughs> game. Call me back when you're uh, when you're off of it." And she'd hang up, and I'd have to make a decision right there: Do I have Ooh. anger girlfriend, or do I? Um, yeah. Do I play video games more now? Now, uh, a question for you, Kate. Mm-hmm. So, in the future, do you think um, you're going to be gaming when you when you're like married and all? And do you think that that might ha- there might be conflict there, or what are your thoughts about that? Uh, I definitely think um, I want to stick with video games. Uh, I want to be a computer engineer, so it's definitely I'm going to be have like hands deep in technology all the time and yeah. um i i know i know married couples who one of them still plays video games and uh i i think i'll be able to manage it well because i don't i i don't just sit so, there and so only what would that. be one of your tips for you know uh, as a as a senior in high school i know you don't have a, a tremendous amount of life experience yet but still <laughs> in your mind what would be a good way if, if somebody's like oh man we, we're having all this conflict how do you how do you navigate um you know, the time spent on gaming and then the time with the, the relationship. How do you manage that? Well, I definitely think that uh, it should be something that the two people talk about. Um, the, on whoever's part it is uh, who is playing the video games, I think it's their responsibility to uh, kind of set aside some time and really um, focus on the relationship. Um, but they still shouldn't be controlled and not doing something they enjoy. Um, so I think it's just a healthy balance that they need to talk about and come to an understanding. I know, like, I know you like to play video games. I don't, and I'd still like to, like, still yeah. do things as a couple. So good communication and yeah. keeping that open. Yeah, yeah, that's good advice. Duncan, what about you? How ha- Have you ever had conflicts in relationships because of the, the video games? Uh, not particularly with a girlfriend, but um, there's definitely been, like, you know, I've had buddies, you know, I, there's been times where I, I actually used to not, like, go to hangouts and stuff, and, like, I used to not see people for weeks. I think there was one summer, I think for my freshman summer, I didn't see, because I was friends with Cade and uh, my other friend, Matt Armijo, and uh, I didn't see them. Shout about, out to Matt there, huh? Yeah, shout out to Matt. <laughs> <laughs> but I, think I, I don't think I saw them for about like, three weeks. or Yeah. Because I just did nothing but play games that summer. Cause until... I, until you football, br- yeah, and until you brought your computer to our house to play, oh yeah, so you could you could <laughs> still enjoy it while hanging out with yeah, us. I have this big old uh, like Mac desktop. It's like yeah, really, yeah, it's like two thousand, like really old, really old, like two thousand eleven. Yeah, and uh, it doesn't work now. That's why I'm out of a computer. Yeah, but uh, I used to I used to lug that thing around. And, you know, my mom would drop me off places. I'd be sitting there on the computer <laughs> and all my like you know gear. So so let's talk about this again. Uh, same question I asked uh, Cade Duncan. In your mind, if somebody Let's say somebody, a friend comes to you and, they, and he goes, man, I'm really having trouble here in my relationships. I'm, uh, um, things are hard. Uh, what have you learned over the past four years about how to manage relationships as well as manage your, your time on the video games that uh, you, know, you would give as a tip or uh, some advice to somebody who doesn't want the relationships to suffer because of the, that, that relation, the, the gaming? Well, I've kind of learned that there's a time for everything. You know, there's a time you know, to just veg out and kind of you know, do nothing, just play sure. games for like, you know, Relax. three or four hours, whatever, relax, you know, do your thing. And there's also a time that like, you know, you, you can't, you have to be focused on other things, right? You know, life has a lot of, a lot of priorities you need to focus on, you know, a lot of other. In, yeah. And especially like, with you guys, I mean, you guys getting school, ready for college right. here and everything, you're getting ready to go out into the workforce and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So that's stuff that you got to manage. Now, right. are you are you considering at all getting into um, into politics or anything like that? Like your your father and grandfather? I mean, you know, you're a good arguer, so <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I think it'd be you know great to I don't know, serve the country that way. Yeah, right? like when I'm older. Yeah, um, maybe post military. I don't know. Okay, but, so you're think you're thinking about going in the military? Yeah, it's definitely an option. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Definitely ship me up. Uh, video game wise yeah yeah well as far as being able to uh, aim and everything right that's that's what they do in the military they use the video games for um teaching people that well i wanted to read this again from this article here it says here um michael jacobus who runs the reset summer camp for kids with addiction said about 60 percent of the 120 children he counseled at camps in santa barbara (coughs) and Asheville, north carolina last summer were playing Fortnite excessively Treatment involves a technology detox. Their devices are taken away, combined with healthy eating, sleep, and group therapy. Next summer, he plans to uh, enroll more than twice as many kids with additional locations in Texas, Indiana, and New York. And I wanted to, um, for our listeners, I wanted to go over this. You know, the World Health Organization just recently designated um, video game addiction as an actual mental health disorder. And uh, Andrew Doan who is uh, chief of psychiatry in the Navy. He has a uh, MD and a PhD in psychology, uh, in, uh, I believe, psychiatry or psychology. He said that one in 11 people is addicted to uh, video games, clinically addicted. So for those of you who are listening, if you want to see if you or one of your children is potentially addicted to video games, this is not an, this is a, a, a survey that was adapted um uh, from a, a uh, alcohol addictions survey and I'm going to go through these questions and guys if you'll humor me and as I go through them just keep track of how many you say yes to and then I'll get your feedback at the end on, on what you think okay? okay so this is the, the video game addiction questionnaire um, over time have n- number one over time have you been spending much more time thinking about playing video games learning about video game playing or planning the next opportunity to play number two do you need to spend more time and or money on video games in order to feel the same amount of excitement as other activities in your life? Yes or no. Number three, have you tried to play video games for shorter durations of times but have been unsuccessful? Number four, do you become restless or irritable when attempting to cut down or stop playing video games? Number five, have you played video games as a way of escaping from problems or bad feelings? Number six, have you ever lied to family or friends about how much time you play video games? Number seven, have you ever stolen a video game from a store or a friend, or have you ever stolen money to buy a video game? Number eight, do you sometimes skip household chores in order to spend more time playing video games? Number nine, do you sometimes skip doing homework in order to spend more time playing video games? Number 10, have you ever done poorly on a school assignment or test because you spent too much time playing video games? And number 11, last one, have you ever needed friends or family to give you extra money because you spent too much on video game equipment, software, or game internet fees? Okay, so uh, if you answered yes to six or more of these questions, uh, the, the study here says then you most likely have an addiction to video games. By the way, you can check out more information about this at realbattle.org if you're listening. If you feel like maybe your kid or you is struggling with this, um, you can do that. Um, so... So that's uh, an adaption of, of actually not an alcohol addiction from a gambling addiction um, quiz. And it's not uh, rock solid as a, as a way to evaluate if you have an addiction. But if you answer yes to six or more, then 
it's something you should, uh, you know, look into. So, guys, uh, where do you stand? Six or more? Where are you at? I got six or more. Six or more, yeah. About eight. Eight? Okay, okay. Okay, yeah. so so that's that's good. Um, I mean, for anybody to know, anybody listening, um, again, I think the real issue for all of us here is that we live in a world where technology is pervasive. It's everywhere. Yeah. And we, we uh, need to be able to figure it out. Now, um, we're up on a break here, so we're, we're going to uh, come right back. And we're going to talk about something that's been in the news with video games. It's called loot boxes. And it's actually causing the government to potentially get involved in regulating what goes on in video games. And uh, these guys actually have some experience with it. So stay with us. We're going to be right back. Before I bring my need, I will bring my heart. Fast Lane Kayaking sells popular Hobie Cat kayaks that you pedal, not paddle. That means your hands are left free for fishing and fun. Just throw these on your roof rack. They're light and they're easy to use and maintain. Just rinse them off. Try one free on a demo ride. For 36 years, Ron and Debbie Lane have served San Diego with fun, family-friendly water sports of all kinds. Learn more. FastLaneSailing.com. 619-222-0766. Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teachings. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. Educate for Life helps you build your life on the rock. LG Equipment helps builders build on good soil. Luke Gibson's team at LG Equipment is your local source for grading, demolition, hauling, and more. Learn about their bulk water services from trucks to tankers to towers at rentwatertower.com. Get your questions answered. Call LG Equipment at 619-988-0924. Learn more at lgequipment.com. 619-988-0924. When you need tires or service, count on Conover Tire wheels and service in Oceanside for a full range of affordable options in all the brands you trust. See their great customer reviews and special offers online. Hours Tuesday through Friday, 7.30 to 5.30 and Saturdays, 7.30 to 5. Call Dan and his team at 760-439-1631. Conover Tires, Wheels and Service, 2405 Oceanside Boulevard in Oceanside, 760-439-1631. Thanks for listening today. This is Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. My website's educateforlife.org, and I hope you're enjoying the program today. If you're uh, live streaming with us, we're on Periscope, YouTube, Facebook, two Facebook pages. And um, I've got uh, two young guys here in the studio with me today, Duncan Hunter and Cade Hastings. These guys are uh, heading towards graduation. May is almost here, guys. Close. Are Are you excited or afraid? Both. Both? Very strong mixture, yeah. Yeah, very strong mixture, yeah. I, I remember what that felt like, and uh, it's exciting, but all of a sudden it feels like, man, I've got to be an adult now. I've got to yeah. be responsible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, if you've been paying attention at all, if you're involved in the gaming industry at all, um, there is something that's happening in the news right now where the government is actually considering getting involved. Um, what's happening is there's loot boxes which come close to a gambling, and so what's happening is all these l- younger kids are engaging in what looks like gambling. And uh, I wanted to ask you, Duncan, um, you you had some experience with this 
What can you explain to our listeners who aren't into the gaming? What is a loot box and, and what what happens there? Yeah, so basically a loot box. Um, you know, best example is Counter Strike. You know, Counter Strike Global Offensive. I think is the newest one out. It's been out for a good ten years, something like that. Okay, very long. Um, but basically, you know, you, they have they have a market, right? A big um, Steam Counter Strike market, and they have gun skins, you know, cases, which are these loot boxes. And this is all stuff you can buy online. All stuff you can put in, you can put in money through a credit card, and purchase it. I never purchased a lot of it, you know. I mean, I I would just gamble, which we're I'll, go, I'll get to in a little bit. Uh, but um, you know, I I started out with a very small amount of uh, crates, right? There's these crates. There's different kinds of crates. They have like, expansions for them. And, uh, and do those crates cost money? Yeah, they cost about uh, sixty cents maybe per for the good ones, maybe a dollar if it's very good or new. And, and you then, don't know what's in the crate. You have no well, you know the skins that are in it, but you have no idea what you're gonna get. Okay, there's, there's chances for everything. Um, so how many skins are there? Typical crate, maybe eight to fifteen, and okay. uh, there's a every every crate has a rare chance of getting a knife, which is like the rare, you know. Okay, knives cost like a hundred for anywhere from like. Fifty dollars to around, just a, like more. So than a lot of these are a lot of these games free. Like Fort, Fortnite's free, but then you buy things in in the game. I think Counter Strike costs money on Steam. Okay, the game itself costs I think like eight or fifteen dollars, something like that. Okay. Not, not expensive, but so you've got all these crates, and then yeah. what happens? So you buy a crate, maybe an old one's like three cents. You buy you buy a three cent crate, which you have to buy a key for, which is also two fifty. Oh wow! So you buy the key, <laughs> so you've just spent two dollars and fifty three cents. And, and this uh, is on a digital thing that you're, digital you're buying. Thing, yeah. <laughs> so you open the crate, you get um, and you, there's like basically like a kind of like a line, and there's a skin, 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 skin kind of thing, and a ticker. And, and for those of you listening who don't know what a skin is, a skin is like uh, a costume, a, a gun skin. Yeah. yeah you a, basically equip it, and you know there's rarities. And, give us uh, an example of like what some of the skins look like, or are there like I know in Fortnite they were saying you can put on like a, a, a yeah NFL skin, costume, right? And yeah. you can put on different things like that. Yeah. So Counter Strike basically has uh, thousands. Maybe not thousands, but hundreds of gun skins. Uh, they have different kinds of guns. They're, they're constantly adding new stuff, right? New skins, new stuff. And uh, say M4A1 example, you know, just typical assault rifle for um, you know Counter Strike side um, or Counter Terrorist. So basically, you, there's all these skins. So the one that comes to my mind is it's called Diablo. It's a it's like a red kind of skin. It's a it's a pink, I think, or purple, uh-huh. which is like um, very rare, but not superior, which is you know the red one. I don't know, or classified. So this skin would probably cost like maybe at its height like fourteen twenty dollars just to buy it off the market and then you put it on your gun and then in game so you could either buy it or you can buy a crate and yeah, hope you get it right you can buy individual skins or you can buy a crate which is cheaper if you get the skin but you know but it's, it's kind of rare. a gamble it's on a whether you're going to get something yeah, or not right so basically you know I got a knife once I've gotten a knife once out of a crate out of you know hundreds of crates that I've opened in my life. And uh, it was not worth it because, <laughs> you know. So what all... happened with the loot box where you ended up losing a whole bunch of money? Okay, so that was a, that was a gambling website called um, – actually, I, I don't want to – I might not say what No, it's that's called, okay. You yeah. don't have to say it. Yeah, but it was a gambling website. I'd log on, you know, every day just now, to see what's now up. It's a, when you say it's a gambling website, you mean it's a video game gambling website? Video game gambling, yeah. So you go in there, right? There's a lobby. So you go into – they put you in a lobby, very randomly assigned. You get in. There's a pot basically a, a giant circle with a zero in the middle you join and you could talk to other people maybe maybe not there's a chat bar you know and basically what you do is you submit skins 
So whatever skins you have, how expensive they are, they all... You just upload them to the site? Yeah, you basically you do a trade deal, what it's called, but okay. it's to the site. And the site puts them into the pot for you. When you want, you click a button, you know, pots go in. Or yeah. the skins go in. Yeah. So everyone puts their skin into the pot, and the, the amount of money you put in is your percentage against other people. So say I put in, you know, $20 worth of skins, right? And another guy puts in 100 my, I have a 20% chance to win that pot, and he has an 80% chance because it's just different or something like that. Yeah. Know. But a lot of people get into the pot. And at one point, I gambled my way up very high, and I had um, a lot a lot of money on of skins, and I put it all in, right? I had a, I had like a 99.5 chance to win. Now, now quick question here before you, you give us this. Mm-hmm. So when you, when you say I gambled, you're saying you gave these skins – which right. aren't actual money, but they represent amount of money that they're worth. Right. They're not. It's not just like cash. And it's so this like, is why the video game industry has right. been able to do this without technically calling it gambling, because it's not actual uh, har- dollars, yeah. right? That you're doing. So they kind of are crossing a line there, in a sense. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it's just it's very clever, though, how they yeah. set it up. Yeah. Very clever. So what happened next? Uh, so I put in, you know, a lot of money, everything I had, right? Put it all in. How much had, was it? How much was it worth? Um, just a lot. It was, I think, like in the thousands or what? In skins, thousands. Yeah, it's just what I've I'd gambled up, right? I, I just kept. So you know, over time, you had over time. You oh, had this is over like a four month of period these. of just me getting skins, right? Oh, okay. And so, um, I put them all in, and uh, I had ninety nine point five chance to win, and the wheel spun, and a man with a point three percent chance won the pot. And oh I lost goodness. everything. That so, is crazy. Yeah, so I was on a call with Cade when it happened. I exited the Skype call. I ra- I, I was so mad. I was livid. I raged. Yeah, oh, and, yeah. Uh, I can understand that. I uninstalled the game. <laughs> you uninstalled the <laughs> yeah, game? Yeah, I uninstalled the game. I ended up reinstalling it later, but it just wasn't the same without you know my skins. Yeah. It was very odd, and uh, yeah. it sucked. Yeah. yeah, and a lot of, uh, in the news, if you read about things where there's devastating things that happen like this, a lot of kids go out and do crazy things, you know, uh, in extreme examples, but but um, so what's your view of the the loot boxes, uh, Kay? Do you have any opinions on that? Have you had experience with those also? Yes, um, I never gambled on the website that Duncan was talking about, but yeah. I would buy the same cases, hoping to get rare items. And <clears throat> it's not just found in a uh, Counter Strike; it's in there's a bunch of other games that Call also have it. Call of Duty has it. Um, World of Warcraft even has some stuff you can buy. Yeah, there's a. Uh, uh, Star Wars Battlefront, both of those games had them. That's the one that's uh, currently in um, the news that, where they said it first started with Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah, that's the one that really um, that's the one that really started because they started the game makers started to implement. Um, uh, you could get weapons that were better than the weapons you can get for free mm-hmm. if you buy these cases. You get a rare chance to. Yeah. So everyone, all the players who are really into it, are like, "Man, like two fifty for a chance to get like an amazing gun or something you call like that." Pay to play. Pay to yeah. play. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's definitely. I definitely think it's. Um, do you think that? Out of do you think control. that loot boxes are um, somewhat addictive in the sense that you're you're constantly hoping for a win, like kind of like gambling? Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Definitely, especially when there's the lure of because, uh, like Duncan had mentioned, some of the knives can be anywhere from fifty to couple hundred dollars and it just the, the lure of that and you're like oh i'm only paying 250 but i'm only buying like five so yeah yeah i definitely think it's something that can you can get hooked on it now i'm curious um what your guys view is do you think parents in general are are aware of what the kids are experiencing in the games as far as loot boxes and 
skins and all this stuff you're talking about? Or do you think parents are generally unaware because this stuff is so new to our culture? Uh, I think, I think they're more unaware. Um, they definitely, they can obviously see when the, where the money's going, but I don't think they really realize the, um, the lure it has, especially not just like trying to get the items, but using the items and having that kind of badge of honor, like, Oh, I have this extremely rare item. Uh, I don't think that they really understand that, but, uh, I definitely understand, or I think that they understand about just how addictive, like how, or how they have a lack of regard for money. They could just toss it in. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, I Duncan? Mean, well, I, you know, I I never actually spent a lot of my you know my family's money on the game or any game really, like not a lot. Mm-hmm. But I because that's why I never knew about it really because I just gambled. I would just go on and use my own you know trade people, get five bucks, put the five bucks in, get ten bucks, get to twenty bucks, lose five, but you know just yeah. the whole process and it, it's all online, right? Yeah, it's all um, yeah. It's so just your own money. Yeah, you would do it through like PayPal or something. Um, credit card or what? Yeah, but I think I had a PayPal a PayPal account back yeah. then. Yeah. Now, um, you you if you've if you've been listening, um, Duncan uh, played about four and a half years worth of of uh, World of Warcraft. That's just that game too. That's not yeah. other games, right? Yeah. Now, um, do you have an idea of how much money you spent over that period of time? It's very hard to. I mean, you don't. You by me by any means do not have to spend any money on World of Warcraft in game yeah. to get good because yeah. there's no way because you're already you paying fifteen to twenty bucks right. a month anyway. Yeah, so. you can't buy gear in game or anything like that. You yeah. can buy gold, which is the in game currency, but I mean there's there's a lot of ways if you're actually dedicated to the game to like farm yeah call it farming gold yeah. making gold yeah. in game it's very easy you know yeah you get a profession you sell things it's basically how it is. Do you have any idea of how much money you spent over that amount of time, uh, including the subscriptions, or including all video games, not just oh, uh, um, World of Warcraft plus those others? Have you ever have you ever crunched that those numbers and to I see? No, it's no, not, yeah. it's not too much. I yeah, mean, it's just I haven't spent a lot of money like in game. It's more so on just buying games, and I've I bought quite a few. I think I yeah, I bought at least fifteen games. I think okay, I think my Steam account has. You know, quite a few games on there that I I don't have downloaded, but yeah. I bought them in the past. Yeah, you know, game it's very cheap on Steam. It's like five bucks, ten bucks. You know, yeah, just funny games. And then Xbox is a different story. But yeah. oh, okay. Well, um, if you're listening, to my guests today are Duncan Hunter and Cade Hastings, two seniors in high school. Uh, they're two of my students, great guys. And um, we're going to be right back, and we're going to talk a little bit about uh, if you're a parent and you're concerned about where your child is, or you're thinking to yourself. Man, where where are the guidelines here? Where are the um, boundaries of what's good for my child and what I should allow and what I shouldn't? We're going to talk a little bit more about that in our last segment. So we have about uh, 10 minutes left. Stay with us, and um, we'll be right back. When you need tires or service, count on Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service in Oceanside for a full range of affordable options in all the brands you trust. See their great customer reviews and special offers online. Hours Tuesday through Friday, 730 to 530, and Saturdays, 730 to 5. Call Dan and his team at 760-439-1631. Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service, 2405 Oceanside Boulevard in Oceanside, 760-439-1631. Luke Gibson of LG Equipment supports Educate for Life with Kevin Conover. Luke grew up in the construction industry and now serves LG's commercial and residential customers throughout Southern California. Whether you need grading, paving, hauling, demolition, on-site bulk water service, water trucks, tankers, and towers, call LG Equipment at 619 998 
619-998-0924. Learn more at lgequipment.com. 619-998-0924. Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teachings. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. Hey, thanks for being with us today. This is Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. And um, our show uh, streams live on Facebook, Periscope, YouTube. But we're also on the radio, um, we, you know, old-fashioned radio here, uh, KPraise, FM 106.1 in North County, as well as AM 1210. Um, and we also podcast. So we're on iTunes also. If you want to check out this show, maybe you missed part of the show and you're interested in this kind of stuff. Uh, I think it's very informative and especially significant to hear from young guys that are right in the middle of the culture and in, um, you know, this, this uh, kind of uh, technology. And um, so you can check that out as well as many other shows. I've got all kinds of amazing shows uh, with uh, interviews with incredible people from all over the world who are testifying about their own lives in relationship to Jesus Christ and um, living out their Christian faith. In, in this culture, in, in cultures around the world, and uh, how do we navigate all the different obstacles we come up against uh, in which, you know, we're, we're challenging ourselves to live for Christ and to live like Christ. So uh, these young guys are Christian, Christian guys who love the Lord. And um, um, guys, if you, if I want to talk about, we're going to talk about Duncan's uh, three-day binge on uh, video games too. He actually went without without sleeping for three days playing video games. <laughs> so so um, we'll talk a little bit about that. But guys, before we get into that, um, uh, what tips would you give to somebody who said, um, you know, they want to have a walk with God and they like playing video games. What does it look like to merge your Christianity with a gamer lifestyle? What does that mean for, uh, mm. for somebody? Do you have any thoughts on that? I mean... Are you talking about like playing time or like just being like no, being I, a Christian and like you know? Christian. I just mean being a Christian in the in the right. gamer world. I mean, uh, I think it's very hard to avoid, um, you know, you know, internet profanity and just you know stuffing game. It's not like, you know it's not very wholesome. Sure. Um, and I think there's very few games where you can avoid that because you know most most big games like MMOs, you know, uh, shooter games, you know, they all have like a voice chat or like a chat box of some kind. Sure. And uh, I think it's hard to avoid that, but you know. There are ways to turn it off, you know, there's always, you know, just not talk, you know, not listen to anybody. I mean, yeah. I don't know, I'd, and I'd say just play video games moderately, you know, so, uh, you know, with, you were talking about relationships earlier, like, uh, I think to have a very healthy balance, like Gabe was talking about, is very important, um, and I just think, uh, just don't get sucked in. Yeah. That's all it is. Don't let it dominate your life. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I definitely agree with Duncan, I think, um, there's a bit of, uh like choice and what kind of games you play because there's obviously uh like there's the rating system and there's obviously the more mature games that have a lot of stuff that christians shouldn't be really involved with and those may be fun but there's also the games that are perfectly wholesome that are fun too and i think that um really just for a person's own beliefs and uh considering if it's bad or not and comparing it to the bible and the way that god wants us to live um yeah there's a bit of a there's a way to conduct yourself 
definitely with other players uh, and how you interact. And there's a bit of responsibility for choosing your game too. Yeah, absolutely. Very cool. Um, and I wanted to read this scripture. It says here, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, and 11 through 12, and that is what some of you were, but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the spirit of our God. Everything is permissible for me, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible for me, but I will not be mastered by anything. And I think Paul's guidance to each of one of us is kind of what you guys are saying too, which is um, don't allow the video game to start controlling your life. Um, you know, God has, God has a plan for our lives to, to be a blessing to those around us. And we don't want something to so dominate our lives that we can no longer be the blessing that we're called to be. But maybe um, your blessing, it, you, what you're called to be is light in the gamer industry, right? Uh, very, very likely. So uh, Galatians chapter 5, 22 through 23 also says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And so I get, again, I think one of the red flags, if you're out there listening and either you yourself or your children are starting to no longer have self-control, but they're being controlled by video games, uh, you know, Fortnite or World of Warcraft or whatever it might be, then that's a sign that, uh uh-oh, I got to reevaluate, take a step back and go, hey, what's happening here? Um, It says here, um, for now, Fortnite is the game of choice. On a recent afternoon, the game was the most viewed on Amazon.com's Twitch streaming service with 250,000 people watching others play. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, ab- absolutely mm-hmm. crazy. And um, this article here says, Wegel, who's seen about who's seeing about twenty compulsive Fortnite players. He's a he's basically a counselor for uh, video game addicts. Recommends that parents keep kids under ten from playing video games. So he says, don't even play at all. Um, and parents need to set limits when they do play. As games get more sophisticated in their ability to hook fans, he sees the issue of addiction only growing. And he ends by saying it's going to be more of a problem than it is now. So this isn't an issue that's going to go away. It's an issue that is going to, um, especially with coming out with um, 3D virtual technology. VR. uh, Yeah, VR and all that kind of stuff. Uh, But but I wanted to get this in before our show wraps up here. So what led up to this uh, three-day binge of video games with no sleeping? Well, uh, so (laughs) me me and Cade and uh, our other friend Matt, which I mentioned earlier, uh, we, we decided to start a Twitch channel. So the Twitch streaming app you're talking about. And um, mm-hmm. we were all hyped up like, yeah, we're going to, you know, we're going to do a three-way stream and, you know, we all hop on at our own times and do our own games and get super popular because it's, it's a very uh, wealthy industry if you look at it, like just streaming video games. Yeah, I think that the the number one moneymaker on uh, YouTube is a gamer, isn't is, it? I think yeah. it's uh, at the time. He, and he's like, he's like made millions. Well, yeah, I think it's Ninja. His name is Ninja. I, I don't know. He's, he's Fortnite. It's yeah. it's a Fortnite stream. Okay. I never I never personally liked him very much. He's, oh, just, he's, not, <laughs> he's just kind of a weird. Like he's he's cool. You know what yeah. he does is good. He makes money. You know? Yeah. He's doing he's doing what he likes. Yeah. But I just don't like him personally. Yeah. Yeah. But um, so yeah, I, I decided to stream and uh, try to make it a three day kind of you know all nighter stream. I think I got up to like thirty six people at one point. Um, thirty six people like watching. Oh, watching yeah. it. Yeah. I, I got, Seeing how long you could go. Right, because on Twitch, there's a thing called a sub button. So, so I, I used to watch a streamer called Soda Poppin'. Yeah. And back in the day, he played World of Warcraft, played all my favorite games. Basically grew up on watching him and just played games. And I think he still streams today, actually, uh, over like the 10 years. I've seen him like grow up. You know, He was in college and I was seven or something. And now he's like, you know, in his 30s, millionaire, I think. But I tried to stream for three days, and I couldn't, I couldn't stream for three days, but I stayed on for three days. And I'm, yeah. And that... 
you know, kind of segment of time. I think I called Kate a couple times. I called a couple of my mm-hmm. other friends, you know, going from Xbox to computer to Xbox computer, back and forth. How are you feeling, like, by, you know, you're halfway through? What do you think? What's going through your mind? Uh, Red Bull. Where's my, Red next, Bull. <laughs> where's, where's my next Red Bull going to come from, you know? And, you know, and uh, snacks. Were you know. thinking at all, like, man, this is like my, damn, my health or something. Maybe I'll die. You know, I, I was just, I was just kind of sitting there, like, yeah. you know, that's, what I, that's what I like to do. I didn't, personally, I didn't have very many friends yeah. up until my sophomore year, yeah. like, second semester when football started. So freshman year. All I had was, you know, my online friends. Yeah, that, yeah. that was fine with me. I had yeah. no problem with that. Yeah. But, I mean, to me, it was just like, hey, I'm hanging out with my friends online for three days straight. And so, at, so, so, so after day two, were you starting to get tired and oh, yeah. fatigued? Yeah. I was tired, but I was at the point, you know, that little adrenaline kick yeah, when you're tired yeah, and you, yeah. it hits you and you're like, oh, I can stay up. Yeah. And then it, it fades like three hours. After were you that. having heart palpitations from the Red Bulls or anything? I mean, I only down, <laughs> yeah, I only had about five. Oh, like yeah. five of the, like, you five. know. Oh, my God. The tall cans. <laughs> yeah. It was a lot. And you used the bathroom? Oh, yeah. I had a, I had access to water, you, you know, did, food, you, you didn't go in like a can next year. No, no. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Yeah. No. But, uh, yeah, because the rating in World of Warcraft, which is something we haven't talked about yet, is very... It's very intricate and it's a uh, you can you can get into it. That's what I'm trying to say. There's yeah, lots of yeah. raids. You know, when expansions drop, everyone wants the new gear and you know yeah. all that stuff. And I was one of those people who just kept striving because I had a guild at that point. Yeah, and I know the more the higher the better you get, the more time it takes to manage. Yeah, it. yeah. We, we had like yeah. we had like schedules. We had a schedule for raiding. I think it was Tuesdays, Thursdays, Sundays, Tuesdays and Thursdays. I was part of what was called the core team. You know, the core like um, I think. We had like 14, 15 guys. It was, uh, you know, we had, we, everyone had their role, right? Yeah. We'd all show up. We'd all get on. Yeah. And, uh, and that's some, part of what makes it so, so magnetic. So fun. Why people want to do it. Yeah. 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 So it, we'd, all, we'd all get on at the same time, you know, 15 people. We'd jump in the raid, do eight bosses, get off. Thursday, we'd get back on at the same time, go for four hours and kill eight more bosses, finish the instance. And then on Sunday, I think we did like alt runs, which are alternative characters. Just yeah. Our, our yeah. lower level classes. Yeah. Well, hey, guys, we are we are just about out of time here. I think it was a great show. Thanks for being on today. I really appreciate your time. Thanks for having me. Thanks, yeah. You. yeah, you got it. Well, if you're listening out there, we didn't uh, quite get into, um, you know, a lot of the boundaries that uh, are recommended by uh, doctors and, and, and counselors and so forth as far as parenting is concerned. But if you're if that's something you're interested in, I have some re- resources that you can use that will help to give you some guidelines. You can email me um, at my website. Just go to educateforlife.org. I'd be happy to send you some resources. And uh, also, a great website is realbattle.org, realbattle.org. That's uh, Julie and Andrew Doan. And they have an incredible testimony about uh, he was actually addicted to video games, and they all, their marriage almost ended because of it. But uh, they ended up uh, both coming to know Christ and uh, turning their lives over to Christ and then um, you know being able to manage this better and, and being able to enjoy it without allowing it to dominate their lives. So anyway, thanks for listening today. Guys, wave to the camera, say goodbye, and yeah. uh, we'll see you next week. We're going to have Walt Brown on, uh, not to, not to uh, Dr. Walt Brown, uh, who's an expert on Noah's flood and uh, hydraulics. Uh, he, it's incredible stuff. So we'll be back next time with him. God bless you. I hope you have a great day. Did you miss part of today's program? Don't worry, we're committed to helping you get the info you need. 
Okay, that was dumb. But for real, visit EducateForLife.com for podcasts and video recordings of the show and to sign up for the School of Unshakable Faith. Leave us your comments, compliments, questions, or concerns at 800-243-9719 or email KevCon at EducateForLife.com. That's K-E-V-C-O-N at EducateForLife.com. You will always be much more to me. Every day I wrestle with the voices that keep telling me I'm not right, but that's alright, cause I'm